If you struggle with anxiety, self-doubt, fear of failing, then this episode is for you. This is an epic interview with my dear good friend, Catherine Dean. Most of you will know her as Hype Girl Cat. She is the founder and CEO of Hype Girl, Hype Girl Podcast, and she's also a life and anxiety coach and mentor to women all around the world. Catherine is such a blessing. She is such an amazing friend, and she has such a unique story from where she started on her journey. She still works a nine to five job and she's actually transitioning out of it to become a full-time entrepreneur doing what she absolutely loves. And here's the thing, for a while she told herself it wasn't possible for her because she was struggling to rewrite that story and struggled managing her anxiety and panic attacks. In this episode, she will share with you some tangible, amazing tips to overcome that and unleash your inner hype girl. See you in this episode. Welcome back to the Go-Getter Girl podcast. I am your host, Rach Marie, founder of Go-Getter Girl Company, the Go-Getter Girl Planner, online coach, and your BFF. This is your go-to podcast to add a little bit of sparkle to your week and allow you to become a go-getter and make your dreams your reality. I am an expert obsessed with helping you take action to create your dream life and help you become the ultimate go-getter in your life, business, and goals. From mindset mastery, personal development, and entrepreneur tricks and tips, get ready for solo casts from me and interviews from some of the best guest experts I know to support you in our mission, your mission to plan your life and dreams like a go-getter. So if you're ready, sisters, let's do the dang thing. Okay guys, before we start, I'm going to be extra and I have a few updates for you. So I want to personally invite you to my free Facebook community. If you're not already in there, it's called the Go Getter Girl group on Facebook. It's totally free. I've had that community for over a year and it's just so ironic to see that being the name and now my brand being Go Getter Girl. It's alignment, baby, and I want you in there. I do exclusive free trainings all the time, and it's an awesome, supportive community to be a part of. So again, pause this podcast before you start. Search Go Getter Girl Group on Facebook, and I'd love, love, love to see you in there. Let me know that you came from the podcast. Cannot wait to have you as a part of it. Second thing, if you are not on the wait list for the Go Getter Girl Planner, I don't know what you're doing with your life. I'm just kidding. But seriously, go ahead and go to at gogettergirlco on Instagram. Click the link in our bio and join the planner waitlist. I promise you, if you're loving this podcast, you love my chats, you love our interviews, you want to be the best version of yourself and really step into your go-getter girl, then you are going to need the go-getter girl planner when we launch. It will be the new best planner on the market. I can promise that. So go to our link in our bio add yourself to the VIP waitlist for exclusive discounts. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome back, you guys, to the Go-Getter Girl podcast. I am so excited. I have such a special guest for you today. Her name is Kat Dean, and she is known as Hype Girl Kat. That is her brand and her Instagram and all the things. So welcome, Kat. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Rachel. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to like kick off this amazing launch of the Go-Getter Girl podcast. This is freaking awesome. I'm so proud of you, and I'm like so honored to be here. Yay, yes. So Kat and I have known each other for probably like three years on Instagram. Um, She is also a podcast host. I've been on her podcast. And so it's so exciting that 
Now I have one and she gets to be a guest on here. So today we want to talk about rewriting your story from anxiety driven to being an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur at that. So Kat has a story to share with you guys about how she was anxiety driven. She struggled with anxiety her whole childhood. So yeah, I'd love for you to talk about that if you feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it started in childhood and it started with really, really taking on a lot of trauma with bullying, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just calling it like it is bullying. And and I took on a lot of beliefs and stories that weren't mine. So Mm -hmm. I grew up bullied being kind of a shell of myself of like who I was when even I was a little kid I was so outgoing when I was a kid I would do like dance parties for my parents I'd put mm-hmm. on like shows and performances and and then it just it flipped whenever I was bullied and it created yeah. a lot of chaos in my mind because it made me question your who worth I was. yeah and my worth my worth who I was and it created such a it created a lot of baggage and I never unpacked it Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so many people listening are probably feeling the same way, whether you're in your 20s, you're in your 40s, it really does come back. And I know personally, like people in my life that I'm related to, they were bullied when they were younger. And now it just all kind of creeps back at a, at a moment you don't expect it to. You're like, wait a second, where's this anxiety coming from? And I know a little bit about your story. So I know, I think it was similar for you. But what happened? So you were doing fine and everything. When did it come back in your like adulthood, I guess you could say? I would say it's actually like six years ago in January, whenever I started to have panic attacks. Panic attacks. And yeah, yeah. It started as panic attacks. And then that just just streamlined into basically major, major anxiety mm-hmm. and uh, extreme phobias. And I think I was doing all the things, right? Like I graduated from college. I landed, you know, the big girl job out of college. And yeah. I was doing you all got the married things. too, right? Like all yeah. the Oh, yeah. all the things got married and then, you know, was doing the house stuff, you know, getting our first home together. And it was a lot. And I think just so much of my like baggage that I hadn't unpacked created a volcano. I always tell people it's like a volcano. It was just sizzling and it was just waiting to erupt. And then all that stress, I didn't handle it well. Mm-hmm. So of course it just erupted. And one night I was in a bathtub. We had already closed on our home and I was in a bathtub, like the most relaxing place on earth. And boom, I had my first panic Scary. attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so scary. I thought I was dying. He rushed me to the hospital. And and that's when the snowball effect started, like just panic attack after panic attack. No warning either. Yeah, no, totally. I've never had an actual, I don't think a full-blown panic attack. I think I had like something half of it, but I always am driving when I'm driving my car. I always think about that because you hear stories about people just having a panic attack at the, like, obviously not a great time. Um, You know, if you were home alone in the bath, that could have been so scary. Well, it was scary either way, but you know what I mean? So yeah. So how did you slowly, obviously I know you've never, you haven't fully been like, Oh, it's overcome. Like it's not a part of me because now it's built into you and you, you own it and you accept it and you know how to work through it. And I, I think you word it so beautifully. Like when we talk about your anxiety, so can you tell everyone about how you've learned to manage it, but then also how you like uniquely shape it into who you are? Mm, I love this. So I think how to, how to manage it is there's surface level and then there's deeper. Like it took me two and a half years just like completely stop having panic attacks. And then it took up until like recently, I would say in the past like year or two to really understand anxiety. Yeah. And I think like when you dig beyond the surface level, the surface level is like managing it by the food you eat, getting, you know, your movement in, having mm-hmm support system, taking care of yourself, self-care, those are just the surface level. But 
digging deep beyond that surface level, it was peeling back the layers of the trauma and the stories I was telling myself because I had created that inner critic that bullied me my whole life, you know, out of fear because it just wants to keep you small. Right, right, right. So you started doing basically what bullies used to do to you, to yourself. To myself. Yeah. What were some of the stories you told yourself? So because of this anxiety, you aren't capable or you are worthless or you're not able or you're meant for an average life. Like, what do you think? What were you telling yourself every day? Mm, My inner critic was like, it didn't hold back. It was like, you're not pretty. You're not worth it. You're going to be stuck in an average life forever, you know? And I don't get me wrong. Like I was conditioned to go to college. I was conditioned to do the corporate thing. I was conditioned, you know, and I was conditioned with the bullying as well to think these things. So it's like, I was enjoying life, but I wasn't fully like living life, you know, and and talking down to yourself like that, your inner critic, like it really cut me down a size. So I never tried new things. I kept small, I kept Mm -hmm. silent, you know, and I lost my voice for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I think so many people listening right now, I mean, I get messages every day that they want to go for that thing, or they know they're not happy, or they know they're not content, but they're like, but I can't because I have too much anxiety. I have too much self-doubt. And so really what changed for you? Like you obviously started a podcast and I knew Kat before she started the podcast and when she started and then like seen her blossom since then. So what happened? Like what, how did you feel when you were like, you know what, F it, I'm going in, I'm doing this podcast, I'm embracing who I am. Were you still scared of failing at that point? Mm, Oh yeah. (laughs) I think like going into the podcast, I had thought about this idea for a while, just watching the internet like space, this online realm of like amazing people. And I started seeing other people have podcasts and And I started to think back to when I was really, really young and I had such a voice and I had this unique personality and I was outgoing and, Mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, I've always had something to say and I really want to get it out there. And so I always loved like media and, and TV and radio and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, a podcast is like media and it's me using my voice to get myself out there. And I still had fear though. Like I had this fear of putting myself out there because of that past bullying but I knew I had something to say. And I was like, you know, I, I have overcome panic attacks, right? Like at this point, I wasn't having panic attacks anymore. I was still managing anxiety and understanding it. But I'm like, you know, this is like my superpower. This has become a part of, you know, my story and, and how yeah. I became who I am today. And I'm like, you know what? Like, damn it, I'm going to use my voice and I'm going to start speaking my truth and just igniting other people to live this like really hype life because life is life is so beautiful on the other side of that shadow of anxiety and overwhelm and just inner critic. I love that. That's like going to be the quote of this episode. That was (laughs) awesome. But yeah, it was really just about you accepting that and accepting who you were and owning it. And we all have things that maybe we think are flaws, but really like if we were to own it and just be vulnerable with it, we can really use that to help so many people and use that as leverage. So I love that. So you started the podcast before you were ready, obviously, like no one's ever ready. So let's talk about the growth since starting the podcast. I met Kat in real life, like probably six or seven months ago. And she was doing the podcast. She has a corporate job. She's living her life and she's happy. Like she loves the pod and she has a lot of fans that love hype girl, like her whole line. And so let's talk about the growth you've experienced in the past six months. Oh my gosh. It's it's almost scary. Like it is, it's almost scary. The growth, like coming into your highest self. So I went to Pace to be Brave in October. That's where I met you finally, officially. (laughs) And it was such an amazing time. And I 
I think it lit a fire under me because I saw there were so many women in that room that were that were wanting to do more mm-hmm. and that wanted to come together in a space where there was so much energy and it gives you like that push, like there is something more for you out there. Like, mm-hmm. and, and it pays to be freaking brave, like Angie Lee says. Yes. So in the past six months, I really started to, I really started to just own who I was and I started to post content that I liked. I, did, I stopped caring about what caring. other people, yeah, yeah stop caring what other people would think. I started to really just blossom into this person that was really open to opportunity and new ideas. And saying yes, right? Yeah, saying <laughs> yes. Yeah, and saying saying heck yes, and then saying heck no to things that no longer serve me, like really, really being healthy about the boundaries I set too. Yeah, I feel like you really stepped into, not that you were a follower before, you weren't, but you moved into being a leader. Like you went from before probably caring what people thought and like kind of posting what felt like you were supposed to post. So in a sense, like maybe a few years ago, we've all been there. Like maybe you were following, you were following like the expectation for yourself and you were following the judgment and so that you didn't get the criticism. Also Kat bringing this up, but now you've stepped into a leader, but Kat has an episode on her podcast. I listened to it a year ago and I remember just obsessing over it. It was like, you're expecting ridicule before it even happens. And I think that's what everyone does. We just don't do things because we're expecting this criticism from other people. And when in reality, one, their opinion doesn't matter. But two, we don't even know if they're going to criticize us and we just don't start. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And that's exactly why too. Like, I think I wanted to start the podcast and then I was afraid of what other people would think. I, I literally put that off for like a couple months too. And then finally I was just like, Screw it. you know what? They're not living your life. Yeah. yeah. I'm not living my life. And like, am I really going to let other people's expectations dictate the way I live my life and what I do? Like that means you're not in control. You're not in the driver's seat. And that didn't vibe with me. So even yeah. after like pays to be brave, I came back and, and I was like, I'm going to take on this leadership role because like, A, I'm worth it. We're mm-hmm. all worth it. We're yeah. worthy. And two, it's like, I was freaking meant for this. this you owe it. Life. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, owe it to myself after everything to step into it and create a space for women where they know that they're, they're so supported, especially with the anxiety they feel and the overwhelm and the mindset. Yeah. I think so many people think, okay, Hey, like if I have anxiety or I have some sort of past version of myself, that means I can't step into this different level. and I can't have a flaw, but the reality is like, I always share this too. And I know you do too. Like, we all have things that we're working on and you can have anxiety, but still be helping other people with anxiety and still be a coach and still have your own business and be working on yourself. And so I think that's just like a huge, um, you know, misconception. So what are some of the steps you took to really taking action? You know, did you go home after you launched the podcast? Now she's on her way to, she has her own clients. She has her own coaching business now. So what were some of the steps you took? Was it writing things down, deciding that you were going to go for it? Was it investing in a coach? Like, what did that look like for you stepping into this new next chapter? Mm, Oh my goodness. It was like all the feels, (laughs) but it was, it was actually really powerful because I started to write out like my intentions with no judgment. And that was like the first action step. And I let myself flow without really thinking about it. So when I flowed on the paper and I just was like, oh my God, like, I'm writing out all these things that I want to do and, and I, there's no judgment, right? Like you've got to just let the feelings arise and you write them down. And I was like, this is it. This is my true calling from my heart. And I was like, okay, I wrote this down. And then I ended up doing a free five day challenge from a friend of mine who is a, a coach and I did the challenge and I ended up winning the challenge. And 
it was, I, I guess it was like you win the challenge and then you get like a free drawing, like to yeah. free, free call, you know, she picked my name and you got a free call. So to me, it was just all these little things were adding up. I had already set the intentions that I wanted to uh, become a coach. And I, I knew I needed some guidance. Mm -hmm. Then yeah. I won this challenge, you know, and I won the free call with her. Yeah. Then we get on the call and I was like, immediately. I yeah. yeah. I was like, this is it. This is the universe. And I invested. Mm -hmm. I invested for the first time pretty major in myself. And yeah. that was like the turning point. Yeah. And I remember a few months before Kat and I, like I said, we're friends and we were, <laughs> we were texting and she was like, I just don't know if I can invest in myself at this time. And I was like, totally understand, you know, because starting your own business, you have like your website and you have all these different costs that you're putting into it. I would say though, like if you had to invest in one thing, a coach for sure before anything else, but you know, she did all these steps. Like she did it right. You know, you got your trademark, you did your website, you played it safe for sure with all those awesome steps. And then she hired a coach like out of the blue unexpected, but like it felt right to her. So it's like listening to those signs, you know, you were like, I got to pay off debt. I want you to talk about that. How does it feel now that you've hired a coach? I don't know what she costs, right? Maybe she was 1000 a month. Maybe she was 2000 a month, but I know you had debt that you like really wanted to pay off before you hired a coach. And I know so many people listening are like living to pay off debt. So what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on investing when you don't have the physical money? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to have a different opinion, but I would love your honest opinion. I looked at it as an investment myself and it felt more exciting, scary than it felt like icky, icky. Yeah. Icky, scary. And I looked at it as just, this is my investment and my transformation. And knowing that it wasn't debt, I didn't link it to debt. And the moment that I did that, I just, it's like it transformed and the, the weight of it like completely just washed off of me completely. Yeah. It's like knowing that this is going to get me to where I want to go. And this is what's required of this next level. And it's, mm -hmm. it's not like you're, you're going out and buying like car parts or, you know, like you're going to the store. Not going to give you greater good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's great. If that's what you wanted to celebrate yourself, yeah. that's fine. But for me, it was letting go of how am I going to pay this back and just trusting that this is all for the greater good. This is all for the chapter of my next story. And it's ended up being the yeah. most like amazing, life-changing, amazing uh, investment I've ever made in myself. Yeah. I really think when it comes down to investing, it's never even what we were talking about this on my coaching call the other day. It's like, it's never what you're investing in. It's not necessarily even who you're investing in. It's like the fact of you invested, you committed, and that was you admitting you're ready for more and you're going to start doing the thing. And it's that decision. So like the second you invest, you up level, you know, every time I've invested in a coach, it's like, it's always a stretch. It's always a stretch in your mind, but it's because you're doing big things. So you have to, all these things are preparing you. So now you've already invested in a coach. So the next time you invest in your next business endeavor or your next coach, it's not going to be that wall. You're like, okay, I've done this before. I know this I'm ready. And so if you're listening right now, and you're like, I need help with mindset or I need help with anxiety or I need help building my business. It's like what Kat said. If you don't like, if you don't know how to do it, get help doing it because you're going to get there a heck of a lot quicker than if you try to do everything on your own. Yeah. And I think that's what, that's what had me like playing small for so long is because I was doing the podcast thing. I was kind of like watching people for so long, like watching just what other people were doing and just not reaching out, not asking the right questions and not even asking questions at all. Because yeah. I was like, well, I'll just figure it out on my own. Well, yeah. I think it just comes a point when you know you're ready and you know you're ready for that investment and just 
just, just knowing that it's, it's just energy too. It's just an exchange of energy. So like what you're investing, like comes back. Un, yeah, it comes back and untie yourself from, from the number. Think about what you're going to get out of it and always lean into your intuition. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And I'm sure it was hard for you to do that. But also I wanted to talk to you about this because I've seen you transition in me as well from, you know, having people in our lives that didn't get what we were doing. They weren't on the same path. And then you're surrounding yourself with these people who are on the same like level of like high level vibe, um, all of those things. So what would you say about that? Like, obviously your coach is helping you, of course, like continue to up level. Your friends are continuing continuing to up level. So you're up leveling and like all the things. So what would you say if someone's listening right now and they're like, you guys are epic. Like, I wish I had friends like you in my life. No. What would your recommendation be to somebody who's like, does that really matter? Does the, the people I surround myself, does that matter? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Because it, it really does. They say like, what is it? The, the four or five people five, you surround yeah. yourself with like on a daily basis or, you know, whatever it is that you see them, like it matters. It influences you because you you pick up on other people's vibrations and their energy and it, our energy is, is real and it's infectious. Mm-hmm. So you're surrounding yourself with people that are, you know, really complacent and they complain about, you know, their, their job or they complain about, you know, I don't have any money to do this or, you know, Oh, well, I got the kids with me. I can't do that. You know, you, you know this and that, all that stuff. I and mean, that's no shade, no shade at all. But it's like, if you're always around those people then you're going to drop your vibration, your energy to their level. But and you're going to believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to believe it. Cause that's the story you're going to tell. You're going to think that is all that there that's is. That's the root. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you start surrounding yourself and you reach out and you're like, wow, there's like me, there's this online space, there's Instagram, there's these people that are like empowering others and motivating and like, you know, mm-hmm. believing in you. And then all of a sudden you start believing in you too. Mm-hmm. And it changes the entire story. Yeah. And it's like, I believe in Kat so much. Like I could just cry because it's like, she's come so far, but it's crazy because I've only met her once, but people who know you, like I know when I up leveled, I went through a lot of losing friends and everything like that. Um, just because they weren't going where I was going. And so for them, it was a lot of jealousy and it was a lot of just like not understanding that. Um, and so I know when you started your journey, um, you were worried about judgment from other people. And I'm wondering, curious, like, honestly, if you've so far, since you've already leveled up, have you seen that you're actually now outgrowing even more people? Are you finding that you're getting like passive judgment? Are you finding that you're feeling people are being unsupportive? Like, you know, I'm like, so genuinely supportive, you know, you know, people that don't even know you that well, maybe are so supportive. But have you noticed people that know the old cat are judging the new cat? Yeah, yeah, there's been there's been some people and it's, and for me, I pick up on it, mm-hmm. but the, you know, this, I don't call them out on it or anything, you know, oh, I, yeah. I keep it to myself, but I know, I know I'm like, okay, this is probably someone that I don't need to share the highs of mm-hmm. in the opportunities and the things that I'm doing with anymore. And I've noticed it, it, it comes along with the territory and it comes along with up leveling. Yeah. But on the flip side, you're going to have so many people that even people you barely know. And then you're going to have the original, like for me, I do have a really close knit old, old that goes back to middle school, a couple of girlfriends that no matter what, no matter what timeline we're on or what we're doing, it's like, they're always going to be there to support me. Those are the people you always want to keep around. But the ones that start throwing the passive judgment and that little bit of shade or, you Mm -hmm. know, they even might just stop talking to you or like ghost you because they don't. I literally, 
Yeah. That's on them. It's not, it's not on you. Yeah. That's so funny. I'm just going to bring this up super quick. Cause I think it's, no, I honestly think it's funny. I don't even know if you know this, but I was getting kind of close with someone in town. Um, and, uh, hung out with her a few times. We had a good relationship, good friendship. Things were well. One day I went to go search her on Instagram recently, completely couldn't find her. So I was like, Oh, maybe she deleted her Instagram. I'm like, Oh girl, I wonder what's wrong. You know? Like, so I reached yeah. out, I texted her. I was like, Hey, like, hope you're doing well. Did you delete your Instagram? I'm here for you, like thinking something might have happened that like caused her to delete her gram. And literally the next day found out she did not delete her Instagram. She didn't answer me, but she blocked me like completely, like out of nowhere, blocked me. And I was just like very astounded. Like, you know, at first thoughts were like, well, what did I do? Why did I, you know, why did she do that, et cetera? But then I was like, wait a second. Like I literally, quite literally did nothing, one. And two, it's not even worth my breath of asking like, hey, why did you block me? But it's almost just mind blowing what people will do to go to certain extents to like, if they're not like vibing with you or they're jealous or they're feeling any type of way, like you just can't take offense to, to that when you're living in your truth, it doesn't matter. But it doesn't get easier. And so that's why I think it was so important for me to ask you that because you are so fresh into that journey and it's only going to keep happening, unfortunately. (laughs) That's just the reality of it. But you're going to meet so many amazing people as well. Yeah. And I think too, it's important that when, like for that individual to really look inward and see what it is that, that is making you feel that way. That would, that would actually, if if you are, if you are feeling a type of way and you're shying away from people that Mm -hmm. are up leveling, like flip it around, be like, okay, what's going through my head that makes me think I can't be on that level too. Yeah. Like start asking the deeper questions if you are, because I know I would kind of want to flip it around on the people that could be listening and be like, oh man, I've done that before. I've ghosted someone. It's okay. You're human, but flip it around. Like like, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? And then try to just peel back the layers and figure it out because there's got to be a reason why you feel you can't get to that level or there's a reason that is making you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's so true. It's so powerful. I feel like we've jumped around a little bit in this episode, but I just think it's also important to rewriting your story. You're going to embrace like so many different new encounters that you've never embraced before. Like from people blocking you to people judging you to family members asking what you're doing. And you're like, Oh boy, like this is my new <laughs> business. And uh, I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> let me, let me add real quick. It's so funny. Just, just to give you an idea, like I've always been very open-minded to things okay like just new concepts new ideas like and as I grew in my journey like I became more and more open-minded but the other day I was I was talking to my husband Johnny and I was just like can you did you ever imagine like six years ago when I was having panic attacks that I'd be like doing all these like moon rituals I'm into crystals I love my sage I love my candles I'm meditating like twice a day and he just was like I live, he was like, you've basically like become like this new, this whole new person, like, you know, like the butterfly. Yeah. I'm like the butterfly. I was in the cocoon. Then I was the little caterpillar. And now I'm like, literally have my wings and I feel like a butterfly. I've, I've just, I've evolved. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important to sit and like reflect and like, seriously, like really think about that. Like, holy shit. Like we were once these, like whatever we were like completely different people. And now we're sitting here on this podcast, having this like mature conversation and you have your own, you have your own business and I have my own businesses and it's like, what's going on, you know? And it's so easy to forget where you started, but I love that you take those pieces of where you started and you carry it and you share it and you own it. So that being said, I know we're wrapping up. I know we could talk for hours, but <laughs> what is something you have to say to people who do feel insecure in their skin? Maybe they are 
struggling with anxiety, struggling with their past, maybe they grew up in a family that told them they're not worthy or whatever it was, like, what are some tips you have for people just to, like, learn to own who they are? I'd love to hear, like, if you have two strategies. I have a few strategies. We could talk through them with them. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go for it. I'd definitely say number one, a lot of people, when they're just feeling a type of way and they're feeling insecure, they always go like, what's wrong with me? Mm. And I actually recently read in, and I'm going to share this with y'all, Susie Moore's book, Stop Checking Your Lights. She said, stop asking what's wrong with me and start asking what's missing. Mm. Ask what's missing because there could be something in your life that, that you really want or you want to go for, or you want to start doing again. And yeah. what's missing because then it can actually be like a puzzle piece to yeah, it could be a puzzle piece and all of a sudden like you have these new opportunities open it could just be something that I want to start painting again is that what's missing and then all of a sudden boom you're painting you're selling you're doing this like it, it's it's amazing what it can do it can be that simple yeah yeah mm, I love that yeah I was gonna say and also just like owning who you are if you are feeling insecure just a simple thing you can do every single morning like whether it is you want to rewrite your story around you're freaking confident and you're going for your dreams or whatever, write down on a piece of paper, like as many things as you can that you absolutely know are true about yourself. And so it's like, I am nurturing. I am beautiful. I am confident. I am caring. I am a hard worker, like all of the things. And then every single time, I'm sure Kat, you had to do this too. Every single time you get a negative thought. And even now I know it's a practice for both of us. And we always like hold each other in our places and have people like that because it's not as easy always to like talk yourself out of the negative self-talk you're saying, but just being aware and like replacing those thoughts. So like the second you're like, wow, you suck. And like, you're not worth it. You're like, no, like I am worth it. And you just immediately correct that. And you give yourself that value. Like you are worth doing these things. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I always call that the love list. Like just start writing yeah. out your love list about yourself. I love that one. That one's so good. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So basically, I mean, last tips you have for anyone, first of all, where can they find you? What would you say your expertise is? Because I think so many people think it's so fascinating that we can be friends and we're both coaches and we're both in like the same realm since we're both life coaches. So what is like your specialty? What do you thrive off of teaching? Like, who do you like helping? Mm, I love helping women learn to manage anxiety mm-hmm. and also master their mindset. So I always, my specialty is anxiety and mindset. So it, it goes hand in hand. And if someone comes to me with just some mindset struggles, I'm all here for it. If somebody call, comes to me with, you know, their, their anxiety and overwhelm, I'm here for it, but they yeah. go hand in hand. So that is my expertise is anxiety and mindset and just really stepping into who you are so that you can move confidently towards your goals and your dreams because it can keep us stuck. It can keep us in place and it can keep us stuck. So we need to just keep moving towards our goals and our dreams, right? Like we need to keep going. And that's my specialty. It's helping women with anxiety and then helping them also with their mindset. Yeah. I love And Kat's been through it. Yes. I, I mean, I've, I've been through it. And right now I think it also helps women to hear that because I am growing, I am meeting, you know, my coach always says new, new level, new devil. And so like right now I'm, I have my new devils, you know, and I'm, I'm going through my own stuff, but that's okay. I think we are always going to be going through something, but it doesn't mean that we can't help other people that, you know, are going through the things that we did in the past. Yeah. It's just like growing pains. And every single time you hit a, like a bump in the road or a down moment, I think it's like the most powerful thing to get back up again, instead of being like, you know what? 
I'm going through this. So I'm just going to forget everything I'm wanting to do. Someone DM me the other day and they were like, Hey, like I'm going through something really rough right now. And it kind of set my goals back six months, but I'm still going to go for them. But I'm just kind of taking some time. What do you think about that? Like, what's your tip? And I was like, honestly, I've had like the hardest things happen in my life. And this is not me being like unsympathetic. Cause I think you need to give yourself that time, but then you need to decide like, no, like, you know what, like, I'm still going to work towards my goals. Like, even when this whole Corona pandemic happened or like everything happened, I, I know you and me both, we kept saying like, this isn't a time to just quit. It's a time to still keep evolving and growing. And so Kat has experienced massive growth because she took action when she wasn't ready. She owned her anxiety and she owned who she was. And so it's just so powerful. Anything, anyone listening, you can have a podcast. You can be an entrepreneur. You can write a book. You can do a blog. You can do anything. You could be a freaking astronaut, you know? So yeah literally so i think this was an awesome episode do you have any like last minute words of wisdom or anything you want to just get out and share with anyone listening yeah yeah and we'll do a where to find you <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah for sure so my last tidbit especially just with with going forward and moving confidently in the direction of your goals and dreams you have to be okay with being uncomfortable mm, yeah you have to be really okay with being uncomfortable and knowing that on the other side of that uncomfortable, you know, the uncomfortableness is going to be opportunities and it's going to be a new chapter and a new, new part of your story because we're, we're always uncomfortable when we do new things. I'm uncomfortable uh, when I'm stepping into like new opportunities and new things because I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of it. I don't know, you know, everything the house. about it, the yeah. house, you know, but it's being okay with being uncomfortable. And for me, that is like the biggest confidence tip. That to me is confidence. It's being okay with being uncomfortable and just owning it. Yeah, totally. I think that, I mean, I did something yesterday and you know what it was. And I got like, I was so freaking nervous. And you're like, Rachel, you're Rachel Marie official. Like you can do this. <laughs> and I'm like, I can do this. But that's the thing though. It's like, you're constantly having to step forward and be even more than you were 10 minutes ago. And it's like, if you don't do that and you say no to that, then cool, you're going to stay where you are. I could have canceled the thing I was nervous about. You could have said, never mind to coaching. You could back out right now. You know, we all could, but it's like, who do we want to be in the future? And are we going to let that, the uncomfortable moments win? And I think people who are even, you know, doing the things you want to do, you know, they still get nervous no matter how many interviews they've done or you know, speaking events they've been to. Like, I know that they're still nervous because they're human. Yeah, absolutely. You hear so many people like and celebrities and just like Hollywood people will be like, oh my God, I met this person and I almost peed. It's like, they're nervous too, like doing yeah. new things. Like, come on, we're all human and we all feel these things, but it's, it's a matter of, are you going to let it hold you back? And are you going to stay under that shadow mm -hmm. or are you going to step out of the shadow? Because there's so much bliss and fun and just excitement on the other side of that. I think like our era, like our age people I don't know the millennials I guess we're gonna fuck shit up like we really are <laughs> like seriously like we're all like so motivated and all taking so much action and I feel like people who grew up in like the 20s and the 80s and like whatever they were so conditioned like hey this was my reality and now we're all doing these I keep calling them crazy cool things but we're doing these crazy cool things and everyone's like whoa you know we're really beating the odds and so if you take anything from this episode beat the freaking odds really own who you are you know, and go for it. No matter if you struggle with anxiety, like Kat did, she still, she still does, but she's still doing it and she's managing everything. So doing a great job at it. So Kat, where can we find you? I know you have an amazing podcast. So, and Instagram. So tell us everything, all the things. 
Okay, so we'll start with my, my favorite playground is Instagram. So you can find me, it's hype underscore girl underscore cat. Um, unfortunately, I haven't been able to get like it Just all together. Girl. Yeah, hype girl cat. I think there is going to be like a name change soon, like something just like that. But I'm hoping to like get everything all together. <laughs> but we'll yeah. link it for you in the bottom. We'll link it below. So if you're listening and you're like, wait, how many underscores? We'll link it. Yeah. We'll link it, but yeah, Hype Girl Cat, and then also my podcast is Hype Girl Podcast, and you can find me on Spotify, iTunes, and the Stitcher app. Go check it out, guys. You can see me. You'll know it's me because I'm in the leopard jacket, and leopard is my favorite color. Fun fact. I didn't know that. How did I not know that? I have a leopard jacket, too. You would love it. That's so interesting, but yeah, and then you have your website, correct? Is it up? Yeah. Yes, and it is up and live. It's HypeGirlCat.com. Yeah, I love that. And Kat does a lot of fun, like freebies. She has a lot of good IGTVs with tips, tricks. I was on her podcast last week, but there's other great guests too. I'm just kidding. There's other awesome guests. She interviews like really cool people. You had an amazing author on it recently. So definitely go check her podcast out if you're a podcast queen. But thank you so much, Kat, for being on this episode. More to come. I love you. And thank you guys for tuning in. If you listen, to this podcast, make sure to tag at Go Get Her Girl Co. You can tag me if you want at Rach Marie Official and then at Hype Girl Cat. And let us know what helps you in this episode so that we can keep doing it for you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rachel. And if anybody has any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'm I love when people slide in my DMs. So slide in the love DMs. <laughs> we love it. Tag away. Don't be nervous. We podcasts are hard. You can't know who's listening. So we want to know you. We want to know who's listening. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so much, Kat. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Mm-hmm.